Hello, hello. You are listening to the New Day Podcast with Pastor Nate Morris. This is your host, Pastor Nate Morris, and uh, very glad to be on the program with you today. We've got a special guest, Pastor Paul Hammontree, with us today. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but excited just to have a conversation today. Um, you know, Pastor Paul, um, one of our pastors here at Mountain Life, uh, gave the message on Sunday this week. And it was just a, a powerful message um, that I thought deserved a little bit further discussion on the podcast today. So, um, Pastor Paul, would you share with us a little bit about what that message was from this past Sunday? Yeah, you bet. The, uh, we discussed, we were in Joshua chapter 22, and we looked at how... Um, the Western tribes got upset with the Eastern tribes because they built an altar. And uh, what I was really focused in on, what I felt like God wanted us to discuss and look at was um, they got really mad and wanted to go to war with the Eastern tribes because they heard someone say, and those three words really stood out to me, that they had a reaction because of something they heard that made them want to go kill their brothers and sisters, you know, this violent reaction just because they heard something about them. And so I just kind of unpacked that and looked at different scriptures just dealing with how um, we are prone to jump to conclusions about other people, specifically negative conclusions about other people just because we hear something about them or uh, you know, just those situations in life where we don't know the whole story, you know, we think we know, but we don't really know, and how in that area of the unknown, we can really do a lot of damage in our relationships with other people because we jump to a negative conclusion about them or about the situation, even though we really don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think that's a great insight. Just the um, the 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 thing that we tend to do is we hear something that we don't like, and we instantly have this defensive posture against that, right? Whatever it might be, um, and and you know, you pointed out something in your message on Sunday that the reason, the real reason that these guys got upset is because they thought it was going to impact their life, <laughs> right? You right, know, yeah, they thought that ultimately God was going to judge Israel because of these tribes. Disobe perceived disobedience, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they thought this is going to have a negative impact on me. And so I'm going to go to war with you to make sure this doesn't happen and yeah. impact my life. Well, I'm glad to hear that you caught that because okay. know, that's, that was one of the points that I thought was really important. I didn't know if I conveyed it perfectly or not, but yeah, I think that that was, that's the thing. And that's what relates to us uh, so easily is that when we hear something you know, if we don't think that it's going to negatively impact us, we don't really, it doesn't matter to us that much. But if we think, oh, this thing, and it could be, to me, it's anything. Like we could hear something on the news, you know, mm -hmm. about something happening in the government or whatever that we think is going to negatively impact me. And in our selfishness, we're ready to go to war with that, that group or as it was in Joshua 22, or if it's just a specific person that we hear something about. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's, um, it's, it's really easy to do that, right? Because we, we hear something or we read something and we think, oh, how dare they? And how could they do that? And, you know, don't they know what that's going to do and how that's going to impact me? I think especially this year being an election year and mm -hmm. all that goes along with that, um, our 
our media and our culture is telling us to jump to conclusions, isn't it? It's saying you, you need to judge this person or you need to judge right. this position and jump all over them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not, you know, I'm all, all for making informed decisions about things and stuff, but it's just crazy in the days that we're living in what's your information? What's it coming from? <laughs> is it trustworthy or is it not trustworthy? And, right. you know, media bias and, and all of those things are, are very real. And so it's, it, yeah, it's, it's good to make an informed decision, but you need to make sure that your information that you're gathering is complete and accurate. And it's very difficult to do these days, I think so. It is. Yeah. And I mean, I think the, uh, j- just for those who are listening, I'm, we're not talking about telling you which way you should be voting or something like that right now in this. That's not, that's really not the, the, the purpose of what we're talking about, but really more that dialogue that takes place and what our role is in that as Christians. And I think that, you know, we too often buy into what the, what the enemy really, I mean, the media, yes, but really what the enemy would like us to do. And that is, um, not speaking in love, you know, we might speak truth or what we perceive to be truth, but it's not done in love and it's not done with care for the other person and it's not done in humility and it's not done. It's done from a position of I'm right, you're wrong. Your decisions are going to impact my life. And so I'm going to tear you to pieces. Yeah. And the other thing too, that really, um, I guess I felt like God was showing me in preparing for this study is that those attitudes that we gain when we hear about something that's going to impact us negatively, uh, it destroys our ability to enjoy life. And this was something I learned years, years, and years ago. It was an election year. There were some debates going on. And I was watching the debates, and I got really mad because I felt like one of the candidates wasn't telling the truth. And so I was yelling at the TV. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, literally yelling at the TV. And all of a sudden, I just felt like God just revealed to me what was happening, how I wasn't making any difference, but I was destroying my ability to enjoy life. And the example I used in the teaching on on Sunday, something that I still struggle with is driving. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see somebody who's driving in front of me and they do something wrong that negatively impacts my ability to get where I want to go, I get mad and I get upset and I judge them. I jump to conclusions about their character, you know, I mean, right. all this stuff. And it, I've done nothing to help the situation. All I've done is stolen away the, the joy that I could have in my life. So Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very true. It's really easy to get wrapped up in those things and get frustrated and and angry and then then what happens is we say something or we do something or we post something online that you know may or may not be accurate it it might be you know um but the reality is i think what happens is we get our flesh worked up is really what happens our flesh gets worked up just like the the israelites did in this situation Mm -hmm. they say we're going to go to war we're going to take them out we're not going to let this happen right and and that's what happens in our lives is we get our flesh worked up. Ah, how could they do that? And I'm not going to stand for this. And this is, you know, this is too far or whatever it might be. Rather than a spiritual reaction, we have a fleshly reaction. And whatever the situation might be, might be true. I mean, like mm-hmm. whatever the situation is in, in your life, maybe the other tribes are building an altar to a foreign God. And maybe there's something does need to be taking place. But our reaction to that 
is what we can control. Mm-hmm. And that's what God would have us do. And I think about, you know, James chapter one, mm-hmm. verse 19 and 20, where it says, so then my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And I think this is the thing that I think is so key for us in this election year when everything, you know, and not just the election year, I mean, it's COVID, Mm -hmm. right, which has now developed a political, um, you know, association. It's, um, you know, fires and craziness all over. I mean, this is a crazy, crazy year. And I think that in the midst of all of it, we're feeling anxiety and stress and isolation and all of these things. And we, by default, are not swift to hear mm-hmm. or slow to speak. We're swift to speak and slow to hear. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, one of the, the things that um, I've, I feel like, and I shared in the teaching, is that I, our culture that we're in right now is teaching us to be very sensitive and uh, easily offended and ready to go to war quickly over things. And like, that's actually being promoted now. You know, you, mm-hmm. you taught about a few weeks ago about the cancel culture, you know, we're, we're being encouraged just to write people off and everything. But what you, you shared out of James, you know, I share the verse out of Proverbs nineteen eleven that God's really been ministering to me. It's the discretion of a man makes him slow to anger and his glory is to overlook a transgression. And that's, going to like, no, you, a transgression is you have been wronged, not mm-hmm. that you think you've been wronged, right. but you actually have been wronged, but you're still, you know, it's your glory. It's, it's an honorable thing. It's a thing that takes strength and courage to choose to overlook a transgression, even when you have been wronged. Like, right. like we have that ability as followers of God being filled with his spirit to, um, handle situations like God handles situations where he, you know, doesn't go to war with us, even though he has every right to, because we're sinners and we've turned our backs on him and made ourselves enemies of him. But he doesn't choose to go to war with us. He chooses to overlook those wrongs and seek reconciliation and relationship. And then he calls us to do the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, um, love covers a multitude of sins, right? The, the, the Bible speaks very clearly on this. And obviously we love that when it comes to our lives, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. I love that God overlooks my sin. I love that my wife overlooks my sin. <laughs> I mean, I blow it all the time. Right. And, and th- this doesn't just have a, an election year and a, you know, COVID year application. This has an application in my home. You know I mean? Like we just, there's moments where Jen will say something that, you know, is calling me out on something on some level and I get this defensive reaction mm. and I spout something back and then it just devolves from there. Right. <laughs> That's what happens where, Um, but I also love when my wife covers over my sin, right? Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. But to be honest in my flesh, I don't love to cover up other people's sin. Yeah. I've heard it said before that, uh, uh, we desire mercy for ourselves and judgment for others. Right. Like, Like we always are like, want people to see our heart and go, well, that's not what I meant. And, you know, give me some grace and some mercy here. But we're so... Uh, hesitant to show that towards other people. And it's something, something that I've learned from my wife mm-hmm. over the years of just being with her for, you know, 30 years now that we've been married. And I watched this in her life and it's amazing to see. Um, I don't know that I've seen it in anybody else more than her, but she 
believes the best about other people. Yeah. And like, uh, it used to frustrate me when we were first married <laughs> okay. because I'd tell her something about, oh, this person did this to me and stuff. And she'd be yeah. like, well, maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe something happened. And I'm like, why are you defending them? You know, you're supposed to be on my side. Right. But over the years now, I've realized that that's just who she is. She's, uh, she's loving like 1 Corinthians 13 calls us to love in a way that uh, believes the best about other people and, uh, you know, even makes excuses for them in a sense, you know, not to excuse wrong and sin and right. things like that. But, um, but yeah, trying to uh, extend mercy to other people like we wanted extended to us. Right. Yeah. And I think that, um, I mean, just in that application of what the year that we are in, you know, I think of, I think of, obviously the political tensions are incredibly high right now in our country. And um, again, this is not a podcast about which way to vote. I think you should vote your conscience and vote the, uh, according to what you see in the Bible. And, and I think that there are some very easy ways to determine where we should vote. But I also think that the way that we interact in that political and civil discourse is so important. Um, and I see a lot of online on news sites and on social media and in a lot of places, I see a lot of demonizing the op opposition, the, right. the other position. I see a lot of, um, you know, name calling and bashing and using derogatory terms and things like that. And unfortunately I see a lot of it from Christians. And mm -hmm. I think there's a couple of things that that does. You may be right in your assessment of that person from a truthful standpoint of their position on, a political issue or whatever it might be. You might be right about that. You might be absolutely right. But is what you're saying and the way in which you're saying it, is it edifying to anyone or is it just venting anger and frustration and wanting to go to war with that person? Yeah. And, um, you know, I think about, uh, again, in James 1, a little bit further down in verse 26, it says, if anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, <laughs> deceives his own heart, and this one's religion is useless. So if you think you are walking with the Lord and you're holy and you're right really is kind of what it is. If you think that you're in a right standing with God because of your relationship to God or because of what Jesus has done or because of your position, but you can't control your tongue, you're lying to yourself is what it's mm -hmm. saying. And your religion is useless, which is a pretty strong statement really. Yeah. 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 And they had, uh, you know, you, you think about it in our culture today with social media and everything. It's, it's funny because, like bridling your tongue. I think a lot of people still do that. They wouldn't go up to somebody and say something to them. Right. But they'll post it, you know, yeah. or they'll text it or, yeah. you know, these other ways that, um, uh, are really weak minded ways of handling situations because to go look somebody in the eye and face to face and yeah. say that to them, you know, you might not be willing to do that. And, and it might be because you shouldn't, Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's true. but, it's true. but you'll just type yeah. it out and hit the button and, and then it goes off right. and destroys relationships, you know, with friendships and things like that. And I think there's a, uh, there's an acronym that I heard used by, um, a pastor years ago and it's, I mean, it's not, he didn't invent it. I don't know who came up with it. It's been around for a while. Um, that really helps you determine, like for me, it's like, this helps me determine whether I should post something on social media or not, or whether I should say something to somebody or not about it. Because often when I get my feathers ruffled, right. And I get kind of that, that angsty feeling of, I need to say something and this is, you know, whatever. If I take this, this test about what I want to say, 
90% of the time I will end up saying I shouldn't say that, right? <laughs> but, but then it helps me actually say, okay, you know, it helps me evaluate what I'm saying and see if it's something that is actually beneficial, right? And so it's, it's the acronym THINK, THINK, T-H-I-N-K, right? And there's, you know, obviously five parts to that. And basically kind of the way that I have developed it for myself and my kids, we're training our kids to do this as well, is there, there's, there's five, you know, tests and you need to pass at least three of them for it to be worth saying, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So think it's, it, it is what I want to say true, right? Okay. Is it true? That's the T. The T and think is true. Is it true? Okay. A lot of things that I want to say are true. I could say, well, this person said this, or this person did that. And it might not be, it might be hearsay, you know, like in this situation that we're talking about in Joshua, but true is it needs to be true if I want to say it right. So that's a good test to make sure what I'm saying is true. And then the H in think is, is it helpful? So is it true? And is it helpful? Right? Cause it could be true and not helpful. Right. It could be true that I could look at someone and say, that person looks really bad in that shirt. <laughs> but is it, you don't like my shirt, yeah. <laughs> right? but is it helpful for me to then go to you, Paul and say, wow, that shirt looks really bad on you. <laughs> you know? is it, it helpful? could be maybe, maybe it is. Maybe you're getting ready to preach in front of, you know, yeah, thousands right. of people and that would be a distraction and it would be helpful for me to say that, but it's a good test for me to see, you know, so right. is it true? Is it helpful? is it inspirational? Right. Mm. And so is it, is it lifting somebody up? Um, really that, that kind of like, you know, if it, it, it you know, in your shirt instance, you know, it, 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 if you're wearing a shirt, you know, that is inappropriate and you don't know it for some reason, you know, if you're like wearing a belly <laughs> shirt, I'm getting these bad pictures here. <laughs> I just say that that's what's going on. It, it's, it's, I need it, to go shopping. <laughs> I know, right? I'm helping you out by saying it's yeah. helpful. And it's like, no, really, if you want to speak to people, you need to, but, and then is it necessary is the end, right? So T H I, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspirational? Is it necessary? Do I need to say this? And then the K is, is it kind? Is it true? Helpful? inspirational, necessary, and kind. And if it doesn't pass at least three of those for me, I can automatically say that I shouldn't say that, or I shouldn't post that. Um, I shouldn't engage in that way. Now, obviously that's not like a biblical test of you have to get three out of the five out of think, <laughs> right? But, but I think those are biblical thoughts, right? We, we want to speak the truth in love, right? right? And so true, helpful, inspirational, necessary, and kind. And then that, for me, that really is a good test for, for my, you know, social discourse as I'm engaging with people about sensitive issues or even as I'm engaging with people about whatever it might be, you know, with my kids or my wife or relationship things that, that we go through, right? And I think it's so important that we, one, make sure that we're trying to understand what's actually going on. Like you said, that's, that's that truth test, right? And there's right. so much false information out there right now. But then also that we are, the way that we engage with that truth is done in love. And that's where I think that Christians, you know, we need to learn to bridle our tongue a little bit, especially online on social media. I think. Yeah. And uh, I think too, just like um, what we discussed a little bit too about the face-to-face interaction, you know, when Jesus said in Matthew 18, if somebody's sinned against you, go and speak to them alone. And it's like, if you're not willing to like you see a post or something on social media and you feel like that's messed up and you need to respond um you know would you call that person on the phone and talk to them about it rather than just commenting on their their post or something and 
um, for me, that's a lot of times that helps me to, you know, there's been a lot of times where I'll make a post and then I'll do it on a word processor, you know, and then I'll put it away and pray about it for a couple days. And then God's like, you know, trying to that slow to speak on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And God's like, no, 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 no. No, yeah, that's not helpful. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> that was just your flesh. And yeah. So. And there's, there's, I mean, as we're talking about this, this is not as if Paul and I have this figured out and we're like <laughs> living this perfectly. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, you know, there's been several times when I have had somebody comment on something, you know, on social media or something like that, or I'll see an article and I'll go and I'll post something and it, you know, my, my opinion may be true on it, but then I'm like, regret it afterwards, right? Like, ah, I shouldn't have said that. I'll go and delete my comment or whatever, you know, I should, should have done that differently. Um, and I think there's, there's also, I think, and, and this was kind of a big part for me for the teaching was the idea of relationships that how God wants us in loving relationships, committed Mm -hmm. relationships with each other that are described, you know, displaying that type of love that we see in first Corinthians 13, four to seven. And to me, like a lot of times, like I'll have a friend or an acquaintance or whatever, and they say something or I hear something about them. And it's like, what, what am I going to gain? How is, how is this going to help this relationship by Mm -hmm. dealing with this? It's not going to make this relationship stronger. It's actually going to give the enemy a chance to come in here and destroy our relationship. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Because you know, uh, churches opening and closing or, you know, wearing masks or not Mm -hmm. wearing masks, all that stuff is going to pass away. And I still want to have this relationship five, six, seven years down the road after these issues are gone. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's a, that's a really key piece right there. And I think that's one of the things that, um, you know, I kind of always come back to really our job as Christians is to, win people to the gospel, right? To, to, to present the gospel and to, to do it without putting so much of ourselves in there that we turn people away from it by ourselves, right? The gospel is an offensive thing. I mean, the Bible says that it causes offense, right? (laughs) It offends people enough. I, it's offensive enough. I don't have to be offensive for it, (laughs) right? Right. Just because the gospel is offensive doesn't mean I need to be right. Right. So we speak the truth and love. And I think that's really the, the key is like, especially in this election year, there are some truths that need to be said. There are some truths that need to be said, but we need to engage with those truths in love and not buy into the hype and not buy into the panic, right? I think there's a panic that happens in election year. Oh, what's going to happen if this person gets elected? Well, the Bible tells me that if that person gets elected, that God's the one that put them there. Yeah. And so I trust God and, and it may not work out for what I would like it to be if that happens. But, you know, ultimately knowing that God is in control and he has a plan and a purpose for it. And if God is going to put that person in office, again, this is not an argument against voting, but the reality is, do I believe God is sovereign or not? And if God is sovereign, he elects and puts people in office as he wants to. And yes, I have a responsibility to vote, but my vote is not going to change God's will about who's in office next, you know? And so... Um, so I think that that's where it's coming back to and trusting and resting in who God is. Right. And then having our discourse, the way that we interact with each other come out of that. Right. And I think if, if the, you know, the Western tribes in this instance and Joshua had had that understanding of God, right. 
and they wanted to honor God and, you know, they like, they might've had a different reaction a little bit. And then, well, and to their credit though, they did what we've been discussing here. Absolutely. They went and talked to them. They wanted to go to war with them. Right. That was their flesh, (laughs) but the wisdom won out and they sent a delegation to go talk to them and they found out things weren't what they thought they were. Yeah. And that's, you know, I just, over 30 years of ministry now, I've dealt with so many relationship conflicts with people where when we sit down and discuss, they find out things weren't what they thought they were. Right. And in that area, the unknown and perception, that's where the enemy seems to do so much work is just getting people so mad at each other, Mm -hmm. even though they don't really understand what's going on they think they know but they don't really know yeah and i think that's it's it's so necessary that we really are those who as we read in james are quick to listen right quick to listen and slow to speak so be listeners first and not that we don't speak truth but when we do then we speak with love not with wrath because the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of god well Um, That's about our time for today. So thank you for your time, Paul. It's a great message. If you missed the message on Sunday or you're not a part of Mountain Life, um, go to mountainlife.church and you can watch it. Uh, It was this week's message, um, August 23rd is the date if you're listening to this later, August 23rd, 2020, uh, from Pastor Paul Hammontree on mountainlife.church. And you guys have a great week. Thanks for joining us. And we'll be back Uh, again with another special guest and another uh, topic here soon.